welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall and it's up to you what sticks. Each episode, we go in-depth on an element of fictional worlds, breaking it down and developing unique examples live on the fly to give you ideas you can copy, steal, or be inspired by. Whether you're a writer, a GM, or an all-around nerd goblin, nerd goblin, just looking to indulge your imagination, we've got you covered. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ethan. On this episode, we'll be discussing hidden cities, like the ranch in the Hidden Valley. Oh, Uh, the whitest place in the world. Is ranch just like an Americanized, bastardized version of tzatziki? I don't know. Are you just saying because it's a white sauce with a bunch of seasoning in it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's, it could be. I I just don't know anything about the history of the family that invented it. Like if they were Greek immigrants, that would make sense. If they weren't. We can look that up after this episode. Yeah. Uh, But next episode, (laughs) variants of ranch dressing. (laughs) Let's world build on ranch dressing. I don't (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like. I, I don't like ranch dressing. Um, Deeply upsetting. So when we when we talk about hidden cities, I think in especially in 2023, the most obvious example people would think of is Wakanda mm-hmm. after how successful Black Panther was, yeah. and it's a and, great and Talokan in the second one. I, I didn't see the second one. You should. Um, it's good. Yeah, I, I'm just over Marvel. Yeah, so. the notion of the city that is hidden relatively in plain sight because people yeah. knew it was there right there's also the example of harry potter where the wizarding world exists yep. in completely hidden fashion yep. uh the fact that they like exist in london but are in like a different version of london that's hidden like away under london or it's not. weird i don't actually know if it's but the I was geography about is that, confusing. Like, where is diagon alley like i know you run through platform diamond three quarters but is that a dimensional portal or is i, I just i don't like physically where does the space go I think when we're talking about the definitions of this, we are talking about places that you can relatively access. These are mm-hmm. like on the prime material plane or whatever yeah. that you could just stumble upon it. These are not extra dimensional. These are not. It's not Pacific Rim. I haven't seen Pacific Rim. I know. Rim. These are not, not completely inaccessible. Wait, you're picking an obscure movie to die it's on. It's not obscure at all. You've distracted me from the rules. Uh, <laughs> it, it is not. It is a place that is relatively accessible and unless otherwise stated. This is a place like in the Prime plan you could walk into right. that is not close up. James Cameron could have found Atlantis down at the bottom of the Mariana yeah. Trench. He could have. Case case in point. What if he did? That would have been interesting. What if... Do we know where James Cameron lives? He might live in Atlantis. It would make a lot of sense. All right. So speaking of that notion, I love the notion of one guy living in a hidden city by himself. Mm. So say he stumped. Because hmm. what if James Cameron did find Atlantis, and James Cameron now solely occupies Atlantis, huh. and he and this gives him all of like these. All right, let's say. Why does he keep making the same fucking movie over and over again? Because that's what Atlantis keeps telling him to do. It's mind controlled him. <laughs> Poseidon lives down in Atlantis. You just and, said he lived alone. Now there's Poseidon. Sure, this is a weird sure. okay. situation. Okay, Poseidon's spirit. It's an AI that runs Atlantis. <laughs> it's an AI that runs Atlantis. <laughs> yes. And it, it, it's an ancient AI that runs Atlantis, and it and it plants the idea in James Cameron's head that he should keep making uh, the Pocahontas story over and over again, but with a different color of paint. Who, the different color of paint is very funny. Who um, built Atlantis then? And where did all the people go? The, and what's keeping Poseidon powered? The ancient Athenians. Okay. They they did it. Cool. And no, the Corinthians. The Okay. Because that 
that they that they weren't very powerful in Greece because they spent all of their resources building up Atlantis to be this powerful city uh, beneath okay. the sea. They were trying downwards water. They were trying to to supplant Athenian naval superiority. So they they had struck a deal with Poseidon to build a city beneath the sea so they could attack the Athenians from below. The AI already existed. And then through this agreement, Poseidon split apart part of his of his essence and imbued it into the city. Because Ooh, what if he the was city... in the only city he was he, he was the only god the Corinthians would worship. In exchange for that, I will give you part of me to power this underground this under this hidden city so, under the ocean. I'm I, I idea. I we were just talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um and what if the city of Atlantis and in Guardians of the Galaxy, the uh that base nowhere yeah. is built inside the head of a dead celestial? Uh-huh. What if Atlantis is built in the body of Poseidon, who was like, you know, as a god was a giant figure? Uh-huh. And it's so the city is built in his skeleton and it's not an AI, it's his actual brain. Ooh, interesting. And this could be something that we could leverage here, but I do I love cities that are built in bodies of things. That's probably like because giant things. Yeah, like yeah. that's probably because you know the elephant graveyard and Lion King scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Uh huh. And that really primed me. So when Mufasa died, I was already very upset, and then I cried so much I had to be taken out of the theater. Oh. Yeah. Poor little baby. But yeah. Anyway, I like cities that are built in skeletons. Of things. Yeah. <laughs> what? That I, that's an interesting notion of like, did Poseidon was he on Mount Olympus? Is that where he hung out, or, or is that where he lived, or did he live in the sea? I always thought of Mount Olympus as more of like a conference room. Good point. Yeah, like Zeus lived there, but like Hephaestus lived in the forge. Ares lived in the hearts of all evil <laughs> people. Um, Aphrodite probably lived with Hephaestus in the forge. No, she lived in the sea se- in the sea sea seashell. Okay. Um, so then, Hades lived in the underworld with Persephone. I'm, I'm enjoying. How, can you do them all? Can you get Demeter through? Demeter lived in the woods somewhere. Hermes was too coked out, just running from place to place, you just like kind of on energy drinks all day. Athena lived in Athens. Or in know. the moon. I'm Apollo gonna... lived in the sun. Okay. I've lost track now. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on from <laughs> but anyway from the census of case the gods. Point, that's also a very great point though of a hidden city, right? Uh, this is a pastiche that exists though of a city that was hidden on top of Mount Olympus. Everyone knew where it was, but it was still hidden. The Greeks could have accessed it if they wanted to. They just didn't climb Mount Olympus, which is stupid because it's really not that tall, right? All right, so then you've got the body of Poseidon at the bottom of the ocean, a dead Poseidon. And how he died is another story. And obviously, just like replace, like uh, con- uh, find and replace Poseidon with other water, de- water deity in your world. And or a you- big kraken. Or a big kraken. Big kraken's interesting. Mm. I like big kraken more. Mm. Um, because, uh, uh, all right, imagine you have a pirate clan? No. Pirate band? I like, I like clan. Yeah. A, pi- a pirate armada. There you go. Pirate armada. You, you have a pirate armada that is out there. They are... I'm imagining they're sort of like the sea version of the Quarian fleet from Mass Effect, where they're home. they don't actually have a home. Yeah, exactly. They just have gigantic ships that they live on. And so they are on their 
on their hind legs. They are being attacked by all of the the land civilizations who are really over these pirates, and they've all just teamed up to take them down. The pirates kill a kraken mm. in this process, and then they use and they take that kraken and they go inside of it mm. and they sink it, mm. and then they build a city inside of this giant kraken, and then they get to hide from all the land civilizations that are trying to find them, and they get to attack from there and they change up the, their entire dynamic they like hide the ships yeah and then they, they make the, the land people think that they're gone yeah and then they just go into hiding for like six months and then they just strike out of nowhere from their kraken i like that because that also brings that also brings me to the idea of pirate mages which is not a archetype we see very often no but you would need a pirate mage to kind of help build a city and keep you alive at the bottom of it and unless yeah, you're doing like, the sci-fi world yeah building it at the bottom anyway, of an ocean mages are cool if you build an uh, if you build a secret or a hidden city at the bottom of an ocean you definitely need to have some magic involved to create oxygen to or some you. sufficiently advanced technology yeah so i think I, I think that there is something there i want to get us if we, if we can go to land you mentioned the mount olympus version yeah so let's go from the bottom of the sea to the top of a mountain i think top of the mountain is pretty cool what does a city look like at the top of the mountain if it's hidden how do they provide for themselves and how do they survive if it's that cold and how big can it be because i don't think you'd have a very big civilization i don't think you would have a very big civilization i don't think you would need a very big civilization and i'm sort of imagining it um i was watching this documentary the other day about um d-day on iwo jima and how the uh, japanese had built their trenches basically and carve them into the sides of cliffs and mountains mm -hmm. and so i imagine that you would probably do something like that like use the mountain to your strength like build into it over time almost like the um whatever the air temple was that they went to in the third season of the last airbender that was built into the mountain i thought that was very cool i think that that would probably the easy answer would be that's a city of kind of religious ascetics and monks who chose to withdraw from society and, and survive on their own. I think that's an easy answer. Why would someone, why else would someone else go to that extreme depth? Because the, the, the thing that's cool about the, and what I like about the hidden city built into the Kraken is it's almost accidentally hidden. Yeah. Right. Like they didn't necessarily like you mm. could do yeah. it that oh, way. Whereas brilliant. this is deliberately yeah. hidden. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, maybe, you know, there's a little bit of an interesting thing. So outside of why, you know, there's why would someone go to and live in a hidden city is the interesting question to me. Like I think about, did you see the 1990s version of the shadow movie starring Alec Baldwin? And no idea what that is. No. Nope. Okay. They have a hidden building in it, and the reason why it's hidden, or how it's hidden, is because the BBEG has just hypnotized the entire city to forget that that one building ever existed. Oh, that's cool. It's very simple, like, very clean. Yeah, I think I've seen that in other media where it's just that everyone's memory doesn't recall something. Specific. Yeah. Like, um, and we talked about this, I think, when we did our episode on i think it was on magic cities we we're talking mm. about the like the last city of the world that they think they're the last city and there's yeah. propaganda that is convincing them that they're the last city uh -huh. uh, and that it's a 
it is a untamed wilderness out there that they should be be wary of. Right. Turns out it's not. Yeah, and similar notion. Very of, M Night Shyamalan in the village. Yeah, I like the notion of the like the the whole accidental hidden city. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. And I want to talk more about that. And let's 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 start start to get some noodles on accidentally hiding a city. Right. The most obvious thing to me is a catastrophic event mm-hmm. somehow hides it. So a massive explosion destroys the city so everyone thinks but it's more of it collapses a mountain for instance onto the space and within that is a fully intact city that wasn't crushed by the mountain it's just now has the mountainous protection and it's like it it is a barrier and they're a city inside the mountain oh like what if the lava from pompeii formed a wall around the city instead of destroying it yeah that's cool or like or not even as a wall but like a canopy yeah so imagining take any like uh, archetypical dwarven city mm-hmm. and just say that 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 the mountain fell onto a city that was existing outside mm-hmm. and now they're hidden and they say oh well this is pretty nice this protection and maybe the world outside was pretty dangerous and now you have a bunch of protection you might take that yeah i like the notion like taking the pompeii example of if it, if it was just walls it mm-hmm. just and it is somehow magically formed like a perfect like Stonehenge. Well, the, ma- size. the I mean, that would have been a great way. Like you live next to a volcano, and then the mages of the city protect it. Like they put up a barrier so that the lava. Maybe it does explode. It's as violent. It would have destroyed the city, but they're just there holding the barrier up. So all of the lava and all of the destroyed mountain like kind of lands on top of it and settles. Ooh. And then when they remove the barrier, it's, it's all not. It's it's all just it's just perfectly settled and cooled there. So you have That's this cool new mountain basically on top yeah. of a city it's like the city and it's like a city under a dome but what if the dome had a bunch of lava poured on top of it yeah, basically and then it, 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 it's a mold you created yep. a mold correct. and then put a bunch of lava on it and then call it quits correct the walls thing specifically walls not a top just right. an open open canopy above mm-hmm. but a huge we, we like superstructures and I, I know you're a big fan of it if uh-huh. the if the lava somehow they created a similarly maybe to what to the dome but they did it so that they kind of pushed the lava all around in like a swirl and it mm-hmm. just created a, a ring around the city that was very tall because the lava was so significant so then it created this huge rock wall that is now going up say a hundred feet That's very cool. around this city yeah. and nobody knows like maybe they have some sort of magic that they're using to make sure that noise can't exit yeah so that nobody on the outside knows what's happened in this, to that space. They just see the walls, and it's nearly impossible to climb mm-hmm. because it's just a sheer mm-hmm. cliff. Mm-hmm. It's And people try and approach, but it's silent, and they just say, they must all be dead. Right. That's just a graveyard. It's a mass grave. They yeah. all leave it be. Yeah. But it, in fact, on the other side of, of the lava wall is a bunch of people living their lives as normal, and now they're they don't have to deal with anybody else because then we get into the the question of why do you want to be in a hidden city because why wouldn't you break out of it yeah and then you have to basically come to it has to be conflict both either physical or ideological mm-hmm. because you don't want to be with the other people in that society right. for one reason or another what yeah. is it that's i think in the lava world it's probably what if it's anger and like, oh, you could have, we tried to warn you about the volcano and ask for help and you wouldn't help us. So then we, we like had to use 
Because maybe... So now we're on our own. Maybe the, maybe the magic they used to create the wall was really dangerous and it killed everybody who had to, who used it. And mm-hmm. so there's like this grand... People, maybe people had to like, um, I don't know, siphon off their, their soul... To, mm-hmm. to power the spell to make it work yeah so that now there's there was such a huge sacrifice of the people in that city and they're they're very bitter about it yeah just by doing something like that you just create like a patriotism mm. so it could That's be cool just yeah, patriotism like is the reason that they're secret is that they say this city is amazing we are perfect we don't want the to deal with anybody else's you problems said because it wasn't possible to save this city we fucking saved it so fuck you, you. guys suck yeah we're clearly awesome we don't need We're gonna you to stay in lava town. Yeah. We don't need you. And we don't really care what happens to you. Right. Bye. Right. And maybe they, maybe they really don't need them. Right. Maybe they really can just survive on their own. And they, as a, maybe as a result of surviving the volcano, they, maybe it's a cult, right? Like the one mage that saved them forms a cult. And says, like, oh, no, I've saved you. I've protected you. Everything on the outside is trying to kill you. I'm the only one that can save you. And they're a mage. And they they just create this society of worship. Right? That would be a very... Hmm, yeah. Okay. That'd be a manipulative way to do it. But Yeah. Like, I'm imagining Red Wizards of Say a little bit. Of, yeah, a little bit. It's majocracy of, um, we protected you. We saved you. You know, do what we want. Well, and, and it, using periods of extreme trauma to coerce people into doing what you yeah. want is not unheard of. Her, I mean, megalomaniacs exist. <laughs> do they? Is there a cage fight coming up? Forgotten about that. Um, but so it's not unheard of and could be a pretty good reason and that creates interesting story arcs of oh this city is discovered and these people are subjugated and oppressed and manipulated and do we want to free them or are like is life genuinely better on the outside for them or is it you know it, it does bring into that question of you could have your characters have that argument about well they're fine there you know they have they've been living this way for thousands of years nothing as long as they're not living in abject despair misery poverty Mm -hmm. if they're going okay they're just being emotionally manipulated and being told you can't leave should they yeah i personally think so but maybe you have characters that don't well then i mean you post something there of who kind of like who's out there looking for them is anybody trying to get them out of the city are people looking for the city anymore Mm. so if is there anybody to find them Mm. or to engage with when when you leave those are different vibes like the mythological city you know like el dorado that we're Mm. looking that's being actively quested for and adventured for versus the hidden city that's accidentally discovered those are very different i mean i immediately my my head goes to because staying in the volcano version of of a hidden city of the the under the dome type city you have a super volcanoes exploding in an area at one point and now people go in search of one of the cities that exists there because people someone thinks like there's rumor there's like a myth that it's always that, fucking archaeologists that, it's always. somebody well, i'm not saying who said it was archaeologists i did okay well <laughs> somebody is they're trying to find who's ever out there there's a myth that somebody exists maybe somebody stumbles out hmm. of the volcano land accidentally yeah accidentally and, and like they it was like a child got lost or something like accidentally wandered out of the city and wandered into the rest of civilization that exists outside the volcano land this 
otherwise desolate barren. And people start asking questions as to, wait, where did they come from? How did they come from that area? Nothing mm-hmm. nothing exists there. We're, we're the edge of civilization here. Right. And then people go start looking to see what they can find. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily out of anything other than curiosity, because now they don't think, they think they're no longer alone. And, they're, and maybe it's a protection thing of they want to know what the threat is over here, if there is one. Yeah. They want to make contact. To be if a, this child could survive, so could things far more capable or dangerous yeah. and this people. child is a child so they were right. recently born right and it, it this volcano situation happened a hundred years ago mm-hmm. and then you, you could have the quest for a city so there's you know there's just volcanic chaos there's all types of crazy rock formations that have been made and hidden underneath one of them is the dome city what if there's also another potential here and this i like of a hidden city that must remain hidden mm-hmm. Ooh, um, yeah that's good like because so a couple reasons there one what they do we you know wakanda the leaders there thought it must remain hidden so that number one they preserve their own autonomy they preserve their own integrity and they protect the their stock of vibranium but also keep vibranium from falling into the wrong hands it's actually very complicated like there's a lot of different moralities can being it's kind of like the whole point of the first movie is the morality of no no, no i know but it's like but it's it's not just one morality it's multiple moralities yeah. happening at once mm-hmm. um what if it wasn't necessarily something to protect like that or, or it was but what if it was in this city the work so two things one we do something here that is cosmically significant to the survival of the planet like mm-hmm. a ritual or we, you know, there's like yeah. a big, a, the big button that needs to be pushed at four second intervals forever. It's, it's lost. Yeah. It's, it's Desmond in Lost. Is I've you, never seen Lost. You've never seen Lost? It's literally mm-hmm. uh, in Lost. There's a bunker on the island that is hidden that Desmond has to just hit. He has to type in a code every it's like 23 minutes or something. It's, it's like a crazy interval. It's pretty frequent. Hmm. He, has to, he has to type, type in the code for eight, 15, 16, 23, 47. I forget the the full code, but he's typing this code every mm-hmm. however many seconds, and 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 he doesn't know why. He just he, knows he has to. do He it. just knows he he crash landed on this on, on this island, and he was taken in by a guy who manned this bunker, and and he has no idea what's going on. He was on like he was on a sailing trip, and he and he was crashed here, and the guy takes him in and says basically, "This is what we do. Like we have to do this," and he doesn't even know why he, that they have to do it. It's like an old scientific experiment. And so yeah. he just keeps doing it. At one time, he, he decides, fuck that. I'm over. Like, I am not going to do this. I'm yeah. going to resist. And he doesn't press the button. And it creates a cataclysmic, like, electromagnetic event that crashes the plane yeah. of Lost. Nice. On, like, the, like, the whole, all the people who, who crash land on, oh. on the island are crashed because he didn't hit the button. Oh, and it created his whole event. So perfect example there. You yeah. could have that. Like, we cannot risk this thing being disturbed. Yeah, so it has are... to, for the sake of stability, we right. have to keep hitting this thing or do this activity. It's I'm, I'm thinking of the eternal flame in Rome. Yeah, of just you just gotta keep that fucking fire going. Right? Why? I don't know. And it brings and this it brings to mind other questions about the logistics and implications of hidden cities that we'll get to in a second. The other one, and this is sticking to the volcano thing of you must stay there because if you maybe like the 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 city the way that the lava cooled the city being there is the only thing that's stopping the volcano from erupting again mm. and, and, the, and they're like and maintaining the it yeah and like the eruption again would devastate the world and so they're like we have to keep the world safe we have to stay here 
Because if we try yeah. and chisel our way out and the whole city collapses, then yeah. the lava. So, it, like, you could build that in. We're not keeping our resources or our magic safe. It's like, yeah. no, you cannot stop what we do here. Secondarily, there are things when we're when we're talking about hidden cities. You, the, the I think we've shown you can do a hidden city for any reason you want. The what's interesting is how is society run internally. Number two, how do you avoid what do you do about population control and size it, right? Like, are you bringing people in from the outside? Like, are you kind of, you know, we were, I was joking earlier about Hades, you know, brought Persephone down to the underworld with him. Mm-hmm. Are you kidnapping people well, and bringing no. them in? Like, how are you, but how are you avoiding genetic physical collapse? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, maybe outside it is- of you very easily could say magic or technology. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Like you can just handle. You could it. Do that. I, I think it depends on how big your, how big this is. The starting pool hmm. of people hmm. that that matters for how long you can go. I think maybe you do bring in new people over time. Ooh, but, what if the city deliberately attracts people, like recruits people? Yeah, or like they much do- like the Dharma Initiative in Lost. Here we go. You recruit people, recruit like skilled individuals, and you say, depending on the purpose of the of the city, because if the city's yeah. got like a noble goal, or if the city, so say the city is, okay, let's say in a chaotic world with a bunch of greedy kingdoms that are mm-hmm. constantly warring and shit's just like is never great. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a utopian hidden city up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and when they see somebody who is say like an outstanding citizen of one of those kingdoms who then gets burned by the, by that space, someone gets imprisoned for speaking out against the King. They're like, Oh, well they might want to come. Hmm. They seem to be pretty nobly intentioned and have a good head on their shoulders. We'll break them out. They just, they, they, they do jailbreaks. They, they break people out of jail, like political prisoners out of jail, because they know that, that they'll buy into whatever they're, what's up. That's very cool. People will be like, oh, well, like they recruit hardened criminals. What if you recruit political prisoners? Yeah. Hardened criminals are shitty people. Political not prisoners. But no, but da, 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 da. because hardened criminal, if we're talking, I think if you're trying to maintain a society of some point, there would be something valuable there to having people who are very capable yeah oh, uh, yeah like I, eschew morality like and just talk about capability there like i could see them wanting to do that but i could also no, but they they can't eschew morality they need to keep they need to be yeah, they, you you can't eschew morality because you need them to be bought into the mission of keeping this the hidden city hidden mm-hmm. and political prisoners are a faster way to do that because they already hate the other existing uh states so yeah and they're probably not in, into it for the greed or for the benefit. So if you're going with like a purely utopian hidden city, then that would be part of it. Right. No, I, I don't. I, I, I am with you now. I don't disagree with you. Now, say you take the inverse of they are not necessarily doing it for they're not utopian in the same way. They are um, the gated community version <laughs> of it. Of yeah. uh, Well, there's too much riffraff quote, you know, air quotes. There's all this all this bad stuff we don't want to be a part of it and you know we don't want to like give our money to help support to fix the problems uh we're just gonna leave it's the libertarian uh little enclave of a Hmm. hidden city where they try to go here to just hide their wealth right 
probably exists in the real world somewhere with a bunch of tech CEOs and shit. Uh, where they just I mean, it's kind of what Monaco. Well, I was gonna say Florida, but yeah, they're, they're try they're very much trying to turn themselves into a gated community. The difference is it ain't good down there. Yeah, no one wants to be there. <laughs> right. So real easy to turn itself into a gated community, but yeah. that's what they're trying to do. But Monaco, yeah, it's somewhere that's like or Macau or somewhere where it's a small city that exists that is quite closed off and is really just for the richest of the rich. But then if you actually hide it and you mm. people. So say there's some city in the Alps that exists that is told to be the wealthiest city of all, but it's like a it's like a speakeasy. You got to know mm. where to go to get in, and to like you know. I love that from the um, Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's a place you know how to get to only if you've ever been there before. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that could work. I think that could be good. Um, I want to stay on that though because I also I'm thinking of you know a, a hidden city that has a criteria basically that you need to meet to get in mm -hmm. um i could see it being sort of like um indiana jones and the last crusade okay like you have to it there is something out there they they deliberately sort of like the big night desert like let loose a rumor in society mm -hmm. right or created a myth yeah. that there is something there's a holy grail in here there is something purely and truly altruistic yeah. right like that gets at the morality of it and so it would attract adventurers questers people who are nobly driven to come and see and try and find it but you can only get in if you make it past these three this series of tests and then at the end you discover that there is this noble hidden city and you are given the option like stay here with us and live according to your true values or will mind wipe you and send you back to society. That could be a way of like making of, of like setting that threshold for participation. Yeah. But not kidnapping people. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's good, especially if, if you're, if you have magic and you can hand wave stuff, I think, I think memory wiping people is great. Yeah. I ended our last KD campaign by mind wiping all the PCs. You did. Um, and it was a choice. So if, if you're the hidden city out and let's, bring it back to the volcano land where there was a hidden city out there. Someone finds it yeah, and they don't let you in. They got to mind wipe you and be like, go back and tell them you found nothing because that's more useful than mm -hmm. he just didn't come back mm -hmm. because they'll stop looking if you found nothing. Or tell them that I couldn't uh, see. I don't think I don't say don't say you found nothing because that might dissuade people say like, oh, I hurt my leg and I had to come back. Why would you want to dissuade people? Um, that's well no well i was thinking of the like you're trying to attract people no no, no i, I to well, keep I'm, the population diversity oh high. yeah i guess it depends on because you're going down to the population side yeah of things. i'm, I'm going more still to, stuck on that yeah i'm i think i'm hand waving the population side of things that's and funny. and i'm not a genealogist i don't know how many people you need for the gene pool to be diverse enough to survive yeah. but you just you could just set it at that number. <laughs> just Google that. Yeah. Just be like, this is the number of people that exist in the city. So over the several 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 generations, they will have enough genetic diversity to be okay. Yeah. I want to get back. To, I want to talk more about how it's hidden because mm. we're talking about magic. Yeah. What if we don't have magic to hide this place? Remoteness, difficulty of nature mm. alone hide this city. It exists in the mountains. Yeah. You can climb up, like like Mount Olympus, you can climb up to get it. It's just really fucking cold, and, and it's really rough ascension. It exists in the middle of a jungle, but it's such a rough jungle, and they have made 
a solid perimeter and they have and they have a connection with the nature there to work with those animals to keep to keep them at bay but they maybe the animals are guarding on behalf or maybe it's just such thick brush that no one wants to deal with yeah that's really that's one of those fun things about you know don't think about the implications of like high level magic think about the implications of low level spells like you know in D D, right like speak with animals is a first or second level spell yeah like and you, you could speak be, with animals what 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 do you get out of that right and you could convince them this is sort of like getting back to our intelligent animals like you could find out you could make some sort of mutually beneficial relationship like we'll stop hunting you if you protect us yeah okay my mind's going completely uninhabitable land mm-hmm Say you're walking through desert. You're walking through tundra. And then all of a sudden, you hit a temperate forest. Hmm. And it's a temperate forest for 50 square miles. There's just a chunk of temperate forest with Hmm. creeks and whatever. And then you get to the other side of it, and it's back to tundra. Hmm. And there's no real explanation. It's just it take the oasis concept. Yeah. Put it in a different biome than desert because people might be walking. People will walk through the desert because they assume that there's like eventually the desert. But people, I feel like people with tundra, because you, if you're walking further north, you don't really assume it's just going to all of a sudden stop being tundra. It'll just be tundra and then you'll just freeze to death. Yeah. Take an existing concept of an oasis and just spin it and make it something else. And then you can have a, a hidden city that's just because it's such so... In the desolate tundra, no one wants to go out there. No one has any reason to go out there. I have... Okay, so a couple ideas. One, it is a forest, but it is a... I'm combining a few ideas here. Okay. It is a forest that uh, grew on the back of a massive flying turtle. (gasps) It could also be, if you wanted to go sci-fi world, like this was a floating, you know, terrestrial living dome that crash landed okay and so that's why it's there okay i'm trying to think of you could also just say this was using sci-fi terraformed and then abandoned this was magically terraformed okay yeah so you're trying to explain why there's a patch correct i think those are interesting um it could also just be part of the world like what if there are just random oh that's fun what if they're just uh, no that's not hidden then never mind i was gonna say what if there's a world where like there are just pockets of different um, terrains or different. Hmm. Okay. Well, right, like in the middle of, in the middle of the forest, then would you have like just a, a, a spot of tundra? Interesting. I'm, I'm not thinking it would say you have a dragon that has like, I don't know, ice breath hmm. and they, scarred the land so yeah it was always temperate forest but they made everything else around a tundra and everyone forgot that there was a temperate no one really everyone thought that the whole area was ruined by these dragons but it's really that they left a part of it maybe Ooh. maybe the dragons did it as a defense the dragons yeah. lived there right and they were like they wanted to keep they were getting hunted yeah or they just they wanted all of these humans to just leave their horde alone so yeah. they they wiped out all this tempered forest with their ice breath and made it a tundra and then they kept that little pot that little spot where it was they just kind of it was it, it, it was or as far enough in they didn't care that's cool all right so let's stick with that cuz i like that cuz i feel like with hidden cities they're typically hidden and and typically it's people leaving people abandoning a place to go build a hidden city elsewhere 
this is interesting of a city where you would actually destroy the environment around to you. To hide yourself. To hide yourself. Yeah. That's just, it's just a little bit of a trope inversion. Yeah. I, and it's kind of like what we talked about this. Um, what episode did I, did I go really deep on the landmines of uh, around the, I think it was forests where there was the forest, yeah. uh, the forested area where they just put landmines all around it to keep themselves mm-hmm. insulated. And they were cut off from the outside world. It's kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. Go listen to the forest episode for that. Eventually it gets to forest. The first half is not about forests. It's about no forests. I like the, dra- I like the dragons like using ma- their frost breath to, Either so it's you know it's it's a little smaug like where mm-hmm. maybe it was a temperate forest and then ice dragons came in and took it over yeah. and you know destroyed it and that hidden city like sort of like with the volcano like the mages protected it and yeah so that's why it's hidden like because they are actually actively trying to hide from the ice dragons yeah you could also similarly say if either again magic or technology I I love cloud cities. Yeah. So what if you had, and you could do this magic or technology, you know, it's an inhospitable planet or there's a lot of war conflict, like make a reason for people to want to leave that planet. And then you've got a city in the sky that is covered either by magical or artificially created clouds. And so you've got this floating city that's just sort of always maybe like it would be like if you looked at it from space, you would see like a big red eye like in Jupiter. Yeah. But if there was a city in there that was causing the big red eye or the big storm. Oh, interesting. To keep themselves safe or protected. Okay, so yeah, so let's just take the notion of the big red eye. I Actually, I don't even know that there's much more to say on that. I think that's a really cool idea of just having a city in the sky that is creating a storm to hide itself. Yeah. You know, anywhere at the time you're creating the bad weather. I was thinking, uh, before you got in that one, I was thinking, say you have a city that is in a lowland hmm. in a crater maybe hmm. and you have a bunch of mages or druids um, who decide to flood the whole space so that their city is at the bottom and that it's at the bottom of a lake it's the bottom of the sea something like that and that people in the body of a dead hydra we've already done the body of a dead thing I know, and it's awesome you're inviting your place to be inhospitable other than the fact that you have magic i like that and i like that again trope inversion the myth is always that atlantis sunk or was sunk to protect itself right like it's always again it's the other version of people moving away this is like making a place like we aren't going anywhere y'all are moving we're staying right here how are they moving well they're making their surrounding area inhospitable oh because yeah because they're flooding it now okay as you're saying that i was thinking about what if atlantis didn't sink what if atlantis decided to make itself float and it told everybody that it sank so that people would, would only look for it at the bottom of the sea. Oh, interesting. So take that misinformation yeah, thing is, and say, people are going to look for this place. Because maybe it's that at, in this city, th- there is a source of great magic, fountain of youth type yeah, thing. Of, yeah. and everyone's been searching for it. They find it and they say, all for me, none for thee. And they decide to just eject into the atmosphere somehow with the magic that they have from this and then but they they spread the rumor like like you talk about the benny desert or whatever right like they spread the rumor that says that they sunk the city to the bottom of the sea to hide from everybody so yeah. they're not lying about the fact that they're trying to hide right they just they give a very convincing argument they went a different way right and then they just no one's looking up or they move it to the top of a mountain maybe might, yeah. might be simpler or they move it up top and then starts making storms and, and that's how you get the big red eye city 
Maybe. It's all like ocean magic, sea magic, storm magic. It's all related. Yeah. It's not crazy. No, it's not crazy. No. You're crazy, but that's not Well, crazy. yeah, that's been established. We talked about this at the beginning. I want to come back to it of finding the hidden city yeah. by yourself, like an, an abandoned hidden city. Yeah. And without knowing why it was there, what it was there for us. So, you know, like you, you'll see archaeologists discovering some ancient hidden city or like an ancient mm-hmm. city that was like dug underground mm-hmm. in Turkey or mm-hmm. uh, in Syria or something where it's like, it seems like it's always like a uh, Middle East ancient civilization that built some dope ass architecture underground. Um, take that and just say you're one guy who stumbled upon something like that. And now you live there. Or like yourself. you get lost in the French catacombs and discover a city, uh, an old oh, city God. down there. That, that's an interesting notion of, because people have gotten lost in the French catacombs and died, which is like, don't go in the French catacombs. Did they die or did they just find a hidden city? It, Maybe they're exactly. down there. So I, we don't I, know. The notion that, it, that, yeah, what if it is in this difficult place in the real world, like the catacombs or something, it is hiding under Paris or whatever. Or yeah. like, that's where the Diagon Alley is, also, is, of course, just at the back of some labyrinth you have to get through. That's cool. I, I And it's very... It gets into another thing that you could get into, which was always very fun for storytelling, right? Like, I love a random and obscure directions. Like, second start of the right and straight on till morning for Neverland. Okay. Right? Like... It's third, you know, it's like third street down and then twist until the world stops, until the world is upside down or something like that. Like you can give like weird directions of how to get there yeah, and have that be just an interesting like story hook. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool. I also like, this is somewhat related, but a little bit of an offshoot. I, I want to get you mentioned something like there was some catastrophe that led to a city mm-hmm. being hidden the accidental city yeah the accidentally hidden city this might be breaking our own rule on like living in a different dimension you're working on your you've got a magical city or a high-tech city it doesn't matter that is physically exists like right where new york city used to be right there it was a age old thousands of years old very advanced society or thousands of years in the future and you do some time travel fuckery and they manage to not only turn themselves and their population invisible but also intangible so that it exists physically in the same space they are just magically intangible so that you're you're walking through yeah. each other. You exist physically in the same space, though. Like, there's a huge, gigantic, invisible, intangible pyramid where the Statue of Liberty might be. Yeah, but you can't interact with it, and you can't see it? Mm-hmm. Unless you, you know, you're practicing some magic spell, and you accidentally recreate the conditions, and then you discover this shit. It might break the rule on dimensionality, though, because then oh, well, I mean, it are, does, you, but are you on a it's, different it's plane not, of existence? It's a made-up rule. Who gives a shit? Yeah. How does that look? So say you have New York that has a hidden city within itself. If you discover the hidden version, can you, do you interact with them both simultaneously? Or is it that you see... All right, so say you have somebody 
going to name them Belinda. Mm-hmm. Belinda discovers the magic that allows her to see the other the the flip side New York, the extra dimensional New York. And then she can just on a dime you know, maybe she just casts a spell and she just goes to the other one. And she right. keeps and she keeps coming back and forth. Right. And it's her body move between them. So if she is in New York and in real life New York and she goes boop and goes the other one, she disappear. Mm. Are you asking? Does yeah, she dis- yes, asking. I would imagine that she doesn't disappear. She is perceived to have disappeared. Is she just like on autopilot? No, I think she. I think from her perspective, she's she's just seeing a different city. But people in the right. So say you and I were sitting here, and you went to the other. Place. Oh yeah, I would. It would look like I disappeared. Yes, yes. that's what I'm getting yeah, at. Got it. Yes, 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 yes. So that creates some awkwardness. You'd have to be very, you have to be very clever about where you did it. I think it'd be interesting. I don't love it because it, I feel like it's. I feel like we've had better spirit world ideas in the past. I think we have. This one is more getting on that accidentally hidden city idea. Yeah, and also thinking <laughs> was thinking about. As I was walking here, seeing a lot of people on the street, like, oh, DC's running out of space. What could we do? Oh, what if there were buildings that could exist in this, two buildings that could exist in the same place? Mm-hmm. That was all. I'm thinking about the accidental stuff, and I'm thinking about, and I remember this has happened in a couple wars of just a place that doesn't learn about a truce for a while. Mm-hmm. So, say you have a fort, a military outpost behind enemy lines and in like a no man's land okay yeah it's not behind me it's in like a no man's land there's like a military Mm. outpost there the war comes to an end and they don't learn of the end of the war and they keep holding the military outpost waiting for their their next orders and then eventually they realize something went wrong and they they just kind of live there now. Hmm. No, yeah. my brain's losing steam. I'm just I tired too. today. Well, and it could be it could be something again. I like if we're thinking about accidental, like build it into real. Like you know, you could say like, oh, there was a a city that you know maybe in the '60s during the scare of the nuclear war, someone built a city-sized bunker mm. and thing and the Fallout games. Yeah, the Fallout games. Yeah, exactly. Perfect idea of a hidden city. Yeah, perfect. Totally. Or like or similarly if you wanted to get into like another dimension, right? Like, you know, there was all that concern when the nuclear bomb was being the the A bomb was being built that oh yeah, we theoretically could end society. Yeah. Right? What if it didn't end society? What if like anything caught within the blast radius though was just like like portaled into another right, right? like and that's how you got the intangible city somehow. We have it fit a similar build to the volcano uh, lands of cordoned off section of the world now because there was, mm-hmm. a, there was a, a, an atomic explosion here mm. and it's radioactive yeah, yeah, yeah. good unless you were within the blast radius in which case somehow you were all immune to it yeah i don't really know or you, or, it, or it just didn't kill you but like you survived yeah and you all had enough radioactive you were like inoculated radiation or something yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like 
not real science, but no, but it's it's you get it's very shit. like nineteen fifties like pulp science. Yeah pulp science fiction which i love and wish there was more of like i love stuff like and you could do something similar magically right like you know you discover a hidden city that's out in the middle of the tundra like you talked about and you realize oh these people it's all it's all built out of magic ice but these people are wearing all you know magic pendants that keep them immune to the tundra right and there's some sort of like they've been inoculated somehow to this yeah that's a cool idea too of like it doesn't the place is still very hostile, but the people that live there somehow have survived. Yeah, and you can kind of just make that however you want. Yeah. If we're thinking about quick, quick deviation here, like if we're thinking about reasons why a city would be hidden, there is always, you know, we've talked about like there's a utopia to protect, there's resources to protect, there, you know, whatever. There's a city that it has to remain hidden because they're they are there's something nefarious happening there that they don't want others to know about, right? Like almost like a secret underwater base, right? But what if they what if it was a hidden city? Conspiracy theorists that oh they're actually lizard people running the world. Like what if there was an actual city full of lizard people? Yeah, that was actually running the world somehow, and that's why they had to keep themselves hidden because they're like oh we don't want the people to find out about us. You know, that yeah. we actually are a secret cabal. Actually, maybe that the, the city is called Cabal. And yes. it's full of the lizard people that run the world. Yes. No, no, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, Just, I love the notion that we've had about a hidden city that has a purpose. Yeah. That it's hidden for a reason, you know, like the uh, the the eternal flame, the pressing the button, doing yep. the code, doing something like that, it, it, literally running the world. Right. It does... It, 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 it and it creates interesting opportunities because okay so say you remove the like um the paint job that is modern american QAnon dumbassery right. of and it, it's just a secret city that does just happen to run the world and they're regular humans who live there mm-hmm. and maybe it's you know the you could keep like maybe it's they're elitist they're like the smartest people they're plucked from childhood it's like they find child geniuses and yeah. say we're taking you to the, this magical hidden city where mm-hmm. like you will run the world because we need people to keep things running and it could be a, it could be a world that it's not like they're like running institutions it's that they're literally keeping like nature at bay they're keeping oh, like, the world spinning cool. and, yeah. and you take it another step up and you don't just say this is about the t- the stereotypical like oh they run the banks oh they run yeah, the yeah, government yeah. oh they run them corporations blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like you say oh but they're running minus the anti-semitism is what you mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well also just like the specific institutions that are human led right, right, right. and you say well they're running maybe they're running institutions maybe they are counseling every king in the world maybe they have handpicked maybe those kings are puppets or maybe mm-hmm. they are just shaping them and guiding them from behind the scenes but they're like literally making sure that volcanoes don't destroy uh that's like land they're making sure that every species is effectively um populated so they're Mm -hmm. like intervening to be like whoa this this species of deer is about to go extinct we're going to just intervene and make make them come back so they're like these equilibrium keepers of the entire world not just human society i love that I love that. I think that's great. I love the idea of a hidden city that is populated by people that are and, and doing things that are so completely above the heads of everybody else. Everybody else, but yeah. that is so critical to 
the the functional and the maintaining of the world. And it doesn't need, and I like that it's not mysterious. Like I do love a good mysterious, like, oh, keep pressing the button, keep entering the code. Like yeah. that's always great. This is a little bit more tangible. Yeah, which... like if you like okay, so say you bring somebody to this city, mm-hmm. it's not like dark rooms it's like this building clearly labeled animal population yeah. monitoring and this one's clearly labeled i love uh, like I love magical financial re- regulation this one is clearly uh king sanity yeah. you know it's just making sure every ruler is still sane right you know they're doing like the really are they now? <laughs> if you have these people running the world in the, from this hidden city of literally just monitoring the sanity of other people of like yeah. humans who are out in regular society yeah. they like if you're in a power position you better stay sane we we are tracking you and if you go off the deep end we will intervene and you will be See, i think it's funnier if they don't know that you want them to act however they're going to act but you're basically you're all just playing god and if you haven't seen miracle workers which i think i've referenced a couple times in the show because it's great but miracle Workers season one they are god uh-huh. and his that's employees. the one with daniel radcliffe right yes yeah, and yeah, steve yeah. buscemi's god and they like Daniel Radcliffe and, and, and his co-star work in the miracles department. Like their whole job is just monitoring and like seeing if miracles are occurring yeah. and nuanced little things of like, we just work for the big guy. But uh-huh. if in this situation, it's, there isn't a big guy. We're just all really smart and we all have magic and we just have this democratized running the world from a, from a hidden city. Yeah. I love that. I think that's I, nothing. No notes. Plus it gets at magical bureaucracy, which I adore. I think that's yeah. just endlessly entertaining. M- Magical bureaucracy? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, no, I think that that is definitely going to be something that that sticks for me um, 100%. The other thing, obviously, being hidden cities built in skeletons of dead giant beings. Naturally. That's just fucking fascinating uh, to me. And I will not apologize for that. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what stuck for you? <laughs> I like the cabal. I think that's cool, obviously. I think the city hidden inside the corpse of Poseidon is cool. Yeah. Uh, at the bottom of the sea. And I like the notion of the, them striking a deal with Poseidon. And, mm. and part of that is we will be, get to use you for your magic, but we will all only worship you. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like the volcano stuff, but we talked about it for so much. It's kind of like it doesn't stick as much because we talked about it for so much. Yeah. But I think there's a lot more in volcanoes. I think we should do an episode of Volcano Cities. I do too. I think we could dig into it because there's a lot. Get it? Huh. Yeah, I didn't. Well, that's what stuck for us. Let us know what stuck for you. Thanks for listening. Good day.